Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. What is up, babes? Welcome to our very first episode of VPR from the start. Let's call it a bonus series. It's definitely a bonus series. And this will air every Thursday. And Luke and I will be going back in time and taking you through old seasons of Vanderpump Rules. It's back in time for you, babe. For me, this is all my first, not impression, but my first time seeing any of these episodes. I just watched the first episode for the first time. That's true. So yeah, we're starting all the way back from season one, episode one, and we're going to take you through time. How are you feeling, Luke? You know, this is actually the one thing that we agreed we weren't going to do, or I wasn't going to do anyway. I wasn't going to go back and watch old ep- old seasons, and I had no problem with that. Kristen asked me not to do that when we started dating. Of course I did. <laughs> well. But here we are. The people asked. I know. We got to give them what they want. You guys asked, we listened, we read your notes, your DMs, your emails. This is what you wanted. As you know, we were recapping every Thursday, season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. Thank God that shit's over. But I was like, let's just torture myself a little bit more. Let's go back in time to like when I was 28, you know? Yeah, why not? Oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go. Well, let's start off with a bang. So, Um, If you guys are watching this with us, if you remember this episode, you'll notice that it did not start with like the slow-mo like film opening where we're like, you know, tossing the pedals and, you know, throwing the drink and all of that. It started, I think it was like a good few minutes of just, oh, who are these people? And so for those of you that don't know, this was because Our season one, episode one was like an extension of Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was a two hour Housewives episode that just seamlessly like transformed and transpired into Vanderpump Rules. And people all of a sudden were like, wait a minute, what are we watching? They were just having like Brandy and Lisa from Housewives, like they were having a dinner party at Sir. And all of a sudden we're looking at these kids, right? As they like to call us, the Vander kids. So yeah, haha, tricked ya, but... Well worth it. So this, the it's funny how what I noticed is that how like that slow mo intro showed up like a few minutes into the episode. Yeah, I didn't even think of it. Yeah, but you did see episodes on season ten, like half of them probably, right? Right. How it like starts with the intro. So anyway, for those of you who don't know, that is why that was. Oh boy, let's talk about nostalgia. So my favorite thing was like. One of my favorite things about this episode is kind of how when it started, um, you have Lisa immediately like scolding and reprimanding Stassi for drinking a Crimax. 
And what's a Crimax? A Crimax. So Stasi has a drink, and this is like one of those tidbits that like I know, and it brings me back to like 2012, right? So Stasi's holding basically like a soda glass or a water glass or like whatever, and a non-alcoholic drink glass that we used to serve unless it was like a mojito, and it's white wine, club soda on ice with strawberry puree. So we would constantly drink these, but like make them think we were like the bosses think it was just strawberry puree and club soda. Cause that's like way more tasty. You don't want to drink like diet Coke all day or whatever. Yeah. No. And we were like, Peter, Jack's Sandoval, give me some wine. Or we would bring those tiny little, like I call them beach bottles. You know, the little plastic bottles of wine that you can buy in like a four pack. Yeah. The four packs. Yeah. The super cheap, like uh-huh. Sutter home or Gallo, like whatever they are. And we would hide them in our little sir purses because we had purses, not aprons, because that would totally ruin our vibe with those skimpy-ass dresses we wore. <laughs> and we would hide these bottles of wine in there or in our locker. But then I remember like Peter starting to figure out the locker situation. So in the women's bathroom at Sir, there was a shelf with a photo that like leaned up against the wall, like a, a giant like piece of art. And there was just enough room to like squeeze these little mini bottles back there. So I would be like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Can someone watch my tables? And then I'm like, Stassi, Katie, I left some in there for you. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> That's what we did back in the day. So I don't know. That just brought like flooding so many memories back. And then um, we hear Stassi say like, you know, service at Sir, you know, or servers in LA, I think she says is like, you know, we want to be actors, models, musicians, entertainment, blah, blah, blah. And the servers at other Hollywood restaurants just want to be waiters at Sir. And then you have me being like, because we're all really good looking. Oh God, cringe. <laughs> cringe. Oh man. No, there's something to uh, restaurants, wait staff being good looking and it's success. And also other wait staff at other restaurants wanting to work there. That's why I applied to the restaurant I worked at for the longest time in Colorado Springs. Because there were hot people. Yes. I'm and wa- so you knew we were going to make more money. Sort of. And you I was, assume. And I was single, you know, so that, oh. that played into it. Oh, so I do feel like back in the day, because we were younger, I mean, I was the oldest girl and I was 28 when we started. So you guys, just to give you a little bit of like a heads up, the season one was filmed in 2012 aired in 2013, but the pilot we filmed was in 2011. So that's how long ago this was. But Luke, to your point, like I was 28, all the girls were younger than me. And Jax was actually your age now. He was 32 when we filmed season one, episode one. Okay. So he's what? He's 44 now. 12 years older than 12 years older than you. Okay. Yeah. Wild. Wow. But just to your point about wanting to like hook up or, you know, if you you were single and it's like, what do you do when you work at restaurants? You and I have talked about this early on in our podcast, Sex Love. Right. About working at restaurants. And it's like, well, you don't really have a nightlife because working is your nightlife. Right. And I guess if you don't close that late, the restaurants I worked at closed at like midnight. So if Mm we... Once we get done for us to change clothes and go out, we're going, all going out together. And it's mostly right. waitstaff that's showing up at that hour at between midnight and 1 a.m. That's why they have industry nights. And that is why Sir existed for us all to become family, best friends, and bang. <laughs> I mean, that's what's up. Anyone out there that's worked in a restaurant has probably seen, if not participated, in the coworker hookups slash dating that happens. 100%. Okay, really quick. Can we talk about our fashion of those days? Oh. Sheena's sock bun, all of our bejeweled 
statement necklaces, the costume jewelry. Katie and I, with our exact same brown short haircuts, both dating the Toms. The makeup is what jumped out most to me. Just the How eyeliner. How trashy it was. Just, no, <laughs> no not, that's not the word I was thinking. It's just that different, that era. No, know? totally. It really was. like That was like what was in around then. It was like the black eyeliner, like the big long earrings, the big statement necklaces like the heavy like the heaviness of the makeup where nowadays i don't know if it's our age but i do feel like it's like more in style to be like a little more natural yeah right i agree also peter looks exactly the same has an age today he packed on some muscle i'll say when we had him on here he's definitely bulked up like his shoulders he's like a linebacker now i think i mean are you you're like hitting peter's sweet spot he's gonna love everything that you have to say right now (laughs) (laughs) well if he listens to this i yeah Hope oh, we're going to definitely have Peter on, and I'm definitely bringing on some of my OGs to talk about this stuff. All of the OGs, for sure. But also, so Peter literally looks exactly the same and still has, like, way too many buttons unbuttoned on his shirt when he works. You know, that's, like, a thing for Peter. It, it, they show it. They show Jack's, like, unbutton a button. But when I worked with Peter, it would be like, it's Saturday night, Peter. Just, like, unbutton one more button. And, like, it was damn near his belly button. On the weekends. (laughs) Those pecs are just so big, Peter. But also how Peter was kind of the center of like the sir dating friend diagram that people always draw. Yeah, the co-worker dynamic breakdown, right? Yeah. He's the one that gave that. Yeah. He's like, this person dating this person and they live with them. And well, I dated Stassi and I also hooked up with Katie and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Here's the circus that is sir. The circus. Oh, see what I did there? We all survived the circus. Oh, okay, that's enough. I know, kill me. I know. Just kidding. Um, but also, so there was this moment where Jackson, Tom, Sandoval were behind the bar that made me laugh so much. I think one of them's like about to be done with work and counting the cash. And he's like, Jax is like, hey man, like, so you, you got a show tonight? Like, how's your, how's your band doing? And I can just see Jack's about to like explode with laughter on the inside. Like he gives a flying fuck about Tom Sandoval's band because he never has. I cared back then, right? Of course, I was dating the fool. But Jack's just totally did not. And then when you and I were watching, you were like, oh, I see the nose difference now. Yeah, I, I do. I did notice. I, you know, you can't tell. No, that, not that he's really. he's had one when you look at him, but well, he's had three. watching episode. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Kitty's at three, and I certainly don't think it was necessary. I guess I'm an old school kind of guy that mm, how a guy looks is certainly not going to get you a girl. I mean, like, well, it's LA though, and also really quickly, I'm I'm fairly certain that Jack's his first nose job was because of a deviated septum. I don't know why he got the other two. So we need to have Jacks on and ask him why so many nose jobs. But I did notice now that I've watched this for the first time in a million years, that his nose did look a little bit different. And it looks better now. So shout out to Dr. Lakey. You know what I mean? And then there was like this moment um, where that we were talking about like fame and stuff. Because basically, if you guys notice and something Luke and I noticed, this is like an introduction sort of episode. Yeah, that's it. All the intros. It's just like get to know who we even are. And within that, Tom Sandoval says, you know, like, I want to be famous, but like, I don't want like Michael Jackson type fame. We well, said he doesn't know. He didn't say he doesn't want Matt. Oh, he Michael. says he doesn't know he goes, if he wants I don't it. know if, I, if I'm thinking Jack, Michael Jackson type fame, but I definitely want to be famous. So Tom Sandoval, um, you're not the king of pop. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. Not the not a unicorn of uh, musical talent. <laughs> unicorn of musical talent. Put a daisy on my grave. That was good. Rest in peace, me. Life can get pretty hectic sometimes and finding moments of tranquility is so important. That is why I want to share something that has truly, you guys, truly made a difference in my life. Cozy Earth. And let me tell you, these are easily my favorite sheets I have ever slept on. And I am the pickiest there is. Cozy Earth isn't just your average bedding company. They're on a mission to provide ultimate comfort while caring for our planet. Their products are made from 100% organic bamboo fabric, which is not only incredibly soft like butter, but also eco-friendly. The smoothness and breathability of the bamboo fabric creates an incredible sleep experience. Plus, they're temperature regulating, so say goodbye to tossing and turning from night sweats. What's even better is that Cozy Earth is committed to sustainable practices. They use eco-friendly packaging and support reforestation efforts. So every time you snuggle up in their products, you're making a positive impact on our planet. Oh, and check out the Oprah's Favorite Things section because if they're Oprah's favorite, they have to be perfect. I ordered the sage green and I am already ready to add a few more color options to my linen closet. I'm telling you guys, I love them. Plus, all products come with a 10-year warranty. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today, up to 35% off site-wide when you use code DOTY. That's right, get 35% off site-wide when you use the code DOTY, D-O-U-T-E, on the Cozy Earth website. Oh, and another thing you and I talked about was like tip out time. Oh yeah, that's just when we all sit at the table and we're doing our tip outs because yeah. I think a lot of um, servers and bartenders out there in the world, whether you are now or you have been, you know that that's like hell yeah, I'm off the clock. So for us, I will say there was a lot of nostalgia for me at table twelve at Sir, that big wooden table. That is where we when we when Peter was like, "You're cut," like meaning you're cut for the night, you're off work. It was like fuck yes. Peter, I want my glass of wine filled to the brim. I want my french fries with ketchup and chipotle aioli. I'm going to take my damn shoes off and I'm going to sit here and wait until Katie and Stassi get off work. And then we're all going to drink together. So give me my second glass of wine. Thank you so much. <laughs> I do remember uh, the feeling of Tip getting out cut. Time. Yeah. Oh, getting cut. Yeah. Just getting just... cut. I've never worked a job where we pooled tips though. No. I have friends that did, but so I you felt you felt Sheena's wrath. To some degree, I do get it because you do work to the point where you get the better sections. Like, at least that was like the hierarchy that I was in in the restaurants I did. So, where you get these, like, you get better preferential treatment when you've been there longer and proven yourself. So, you get these sections and you keep your money instead of being like, oh, you, we're putting you in a difficult section that is going to keep you running all night. And then you're going to split your tips with the people that it, that weren't. I mean, I'm going to be honest, as servers at Sir, we had it pretty easy. That's good. We had bartenders. I mean, I was a bartender as well, but like we had food runners, we had bussers. We just had to look pretty. It was like customer service, like just chat them up, you know, like make them feel warm and welcome. It was all about, sir was like about the ambiance and of course the food and drinks and whatnot. And for me, I always chose like the one big party, like the 24 person party. Cause I was like, I got one table the whole night. Get me the fuck out of here. There you go. <laughs> See, I, I focused on turnover. Well, I guess, and like I said, I was working for myself. So I'm like, exactly. the more checks I close, the more money I make. Let's yeah. get people in, get them everything good service and get them out of here. And it was like, that was this whole tip out thing was just like one more chip on the shoulder for Saucy and Sheena to fight about. We're going to fight about the tip outs. She's like, well, right. you don't work here and it's not a good idea. But how, <laughs> cru how crucial is Sheena though in this? Like she, for not being part of the main circle, 
she's so crucial to this because she was sleeping with what one of the housewives husbands mm-hmm. yeah back See, in the day that tied her in i don't know tied her in so well and that was like an eye-opening drama thing i guess was was that addressed in housewives of beverly hills which so was that is up? that is exactly what led us into vanderpump rules okay it was a party that lisa was like having at sir with the housewives with i mean they were there and they were filming it for housewives and sheena was one of the servers and brandy was like uh what the hell like she i think they showed it in a quick flashback but it, she was like she dated my husband Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah. Oh no, we could not have. Sheena was, <laughs> Sheena was like the key to making Vanderpump happen. Yeah, her I and think. her and Rachel O'Brien who introduced <laughs> yeah. Kristen and Tom Sandoval. Kristen, well, she we met Jax together, and then she and Jax introduced me to Tom. Yeah, yeah. And then Katie and Stassi started working there in like 2009. Peter was already working there, and then Schwartz moved here in 2010. And then I introduced him to Katie because he was our roommate. And then I introduced Jackson Stassi in Vegas. Wow. Holy shit. Anywho. You want to talk about my favorite scene? Yes, please. Okay. So I was most entertained. Well, aside from, I had the most reaction to Sheena's sex sounds, that whole recording studio situation. Oh my God. I was How just cringe. so cringy. And I see her boyfriend, Shay, just like bending over backwards as her manager's telling her to sound more like a porn star. Than a phone oh sex my operator. Goodness. Oh, it was cringy. And listen, I am not knocking Sheena Honey Davies because that is a pop princess that I cannot live without. But the sex noises. <laughs> <laughs> with her manager there that's on, that's all on her manager i am here for good as gold sheena honey davies all fucking day long maybe it's not what i like sheena davies like uh, uh. okay that's enough okay well i mean you know she's a little britney spears let's be honest that's good but imitation you, of her but that's definitely not what you sound like <laughs> no it's not what i sound like you also really like the Jax peter scene yeah that's what i was really getting to i just got distracted thinking about the sex <laughs> <laughs> sounds um but the jacks peter scene when they're at the restaurant or bar the parlor on the parlor Melrose. that's right so they're kind of hitting on this blonde waitress that's coming up to them and she's shutting them kind down. of well yeah they're hitting on her pretty hard and she's shutting them down and i just thought it was so funny for two reasons one because we're just introduced as Jax and Stassi in this relationship. And Jax is oh, clearly yeah. hitting on this girl, offers to buy her a drink if she comes to serve. Yeah. And she shoots him down, says she's busy. And then... Uh, but throw- Peter with the massage thing. Oh, yeah, that was that was odd. That made me laugh so fucking hard, like how terrible both of them equally were, at, like talking to a girl. Like, what is wrong with you two? She was, what did she say? Like, oh, I'm from, you know, near Jack- where Jax's family's from in Florida. And she's like, no, like I'm... I'm- uh, training to be a massage therapist. Right. And, and uh, Peter's like, so you know, like all the muscles? And yeah. And starts doing this weird thing with his hands, like he's going <laughs> to shoulder rub. She's kind of like, yeah, that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love us in our younger years, kind of. <laughs> that was hysterical, though. Oh, I wanted to point out that there was a scene. This is just like a dumb, funny tidbit. But it says Jackson Stassi's apartment. And it's actually the outside of the infamous, we call it 551, the infamous gross apartment that I lived out with Tom. Schwartz lived out with Tom. Jax Taylor lived out with Tom. Then Ariana moved in. Then Jeremy Maddox moved in. And this is the outside that we see. And the reason for that, if any of you eagle eyes noticed, not all buildings are willing to approve the outside being filmed because they don't want kind of that attention 
on it. And honestly, long story short, that was what I learned is that's because it, they call it almost like the Hills rule, the show, the Hills. So they filmed at a certain building in Los Angeles and it ended up becoming kind of a fanfare. Like people were like rushing to go there. So certain people's apartments, their their landlords were like, nope, not here. Sorry. I mean, that makes sense to me. I wouldn't want to live somewhere that is a tourist attraction. Right. You know, you don't want to live inside Disney World. Right. Like you, like you want to live your life, but you don't want people like trying to figure out where you live. It's a little creepy. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that happened. But in that scene, um, that was actually a scene from the pilot as well. And I can notice it because my hair, I didn't have those blonde tips like I had, Jax was wearing a hat on it, but I remember because Stassi and Jax kissed. So there are a couple of scenes, not to give away the reality magic, but to give it away. There's a couple of scenes in this episode that were from the pilot because the truth be told, Stassi and Jax broke up like, I think it was like the day before filming. Yeah. And you and, said they were on again, off again. And they were, yes, they were. So everything you guys saw, like the, the big breakup at the Grove that we'll get to, you know, moving forward was also a real breakup, but they were like on and off and production. So the very first day of production, they were like, what the fuck do you mean you broke up? Like you can't, what? And Jax of course wanted to be with her and she was like, I'm not going to, so they, in order to do this introduction, they had this footage from, you know, just months prior and they used that. And you will also notice this in a scene toward the end when we, it's a Stassi, Katie, myself, Jax, uh, Tom and Tom, and we're all at the bar at Sir and Sandoval's like making shots or something. The girls and I just got off work, but you can totally see how Jax has long hair. Tom has long hair. That's the same scene where he says... Who is he? Tom Sandoval. Mm-hmm. He makes a comment about... You know, we're coming to work at Sir. We don't need to know everything about your past. Yes, you're right. He says, people, I wrote this down. He said, people don't need to reveal all of the bad stuff they've done in their life. He's talking about Stasi. Like, like you don't need to, I think he is. But he's yeah. just like, people don't need to reveal all the stuff that they've done in their life. <laughs> Little did he know. Vanderpump <laughs> rules will pull all the skeletons out of the closet. Joke's on you. I would love for someone to do a TikTok. And I'm not being a cunt, you guys, but I just think it would be really funny because people make them of me all the time. But like to do a duet where it's Tom Sandoval saying that from season one, episode one, and then something from season 10 where it's like really bit him in the ass. (laughs) I think that would be really funny. That that scene specifically, you can definitely tell if you pay attention to haircuts on Jax and on Tom Sandoval, Mm -hmm. their hair is way longer and Mm -hmm. just different haircut in that scene than it was the rest of the episode pretty much. Yeah. So you can tell that, that there's some sort of time change there. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, it was the very beginning. You know what I mean? Right. Do you find it challenging to maintain a healthy lifestyle amidst all the chaos in your life? Are you a grab and go kind of person when it comes to meals? Introducing my fave, Organifi, the revolutionary brand that is here to transform your wellness journey. With their range of organic, nutrient-rich products, Organifi is your secret weapon to achieving optimal health and vitality. Organifi has something for everyone. Their lineup of carefully crafted superfood blends is designed to make healthy living easier, more convenient, and delicious. I love their green juice. 
One, because, listen, I like holding a green juice in LA. It makes me feel right at home. But two, because this drink helps mitigate stress, which, let's be real, after watching Scandaval, I had a lot of. And if you're looking for a restful night's sleep, Organifi's Gold Juice is the perfect bedtime companion. I just tried this one the other night, and it was so delicious. But Organifi doesn't stop there. Organifi also offers plant-based protein powders, detoxifying teas, and gut-health-boosting supplements. Each product is carefully formulated to support your body's unique needs and help you thrive in today's fast-paced world. So if you're looking for a way to support your overall health and well-being, look no further than Organifi. With its high-quality superfood blends, Organifi is the perfect way to nourish your body and give it the nutrients it needs to thrive. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Superfoods can be expensive, right? But with Organifi, you can experience the benefits without breaking the bank. Head over to Organifi.com slash and use code DOTI for 20% off your entire order. Don't wait. Try Organifi today and take the first step toward a healthier you. Are you sick of wasting so much food? I know I am, and it's not an impossible situation. Hungry Root is here to solve your meal planning and over-shopping woes by combining meal planning and grocery shopping all in one. No more full trash cans, only full stomachs. Hungry Root is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. Take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. What flavors do you like? Which kitchen appliances do you use? They'll keep your needs top of mind and start building your cart. Hungry Root will recommend groceries based on your tastes. When I received my order... Y'all, I went straight for the sweets. You know, once a month I get those cravings. I got these organic dark chocolate covered banana bites and oh my God, they were so good. I also tried the plant-based bacon strips and they were incredible. Perfect for a veggie BLT. Hungry Root goes beyond your weekly grocery haul with thousands of easy recipes that actually put your groceries to good use before they get forgotten in the back of your fridge. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Sex Love and What Else Matters listeners 30% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. That's right, free veggies for life. So just go to HungryRoot.com slash Kristen and get 30% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash K-R-I-S-T-E-N. And don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. What else? Oh, something else I just wanted to touch on really quickly was uh, Tina McDowell, the gorgeous goddess, love and light woman that she is. And I feel like a lot of people back in the day were like, well, what the fuck happened to Tina? You guys, Tina is alive and well. She is the most beautiful soul of almost anyone I've ever met my whole life. And my honest opinion is that the reason she did not continue on the show is that she was just too mature, too cool. Not chaotic Mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. Yeah. She just was not the gossipy, fighting kind of... She's just not that kind of chick. Yep. She's like, I'm not not into this. I don't care. You guys figure it out. Yeah. She was a little bit older than us girls, but yeah, I think it's just the love and light. So that's why. Good for Tina. And then another thing I wrote down was like when they're like, so Tom, like, what's your five-year plan? Kids with Kristen, right? Married and kids. Oh, my God. Like, nothing could be further from the truth. Like, why would he even say that? Why would he let those, like, words come out of his mouth? And then they're they're like, Kristen, what's your, you know, what do you want in five years? And I was like, I want to be known for the work that I do. Yeah. Not to be married to Peacock Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, That's not a shout out to NBC. No, it's not. Like, the hair. I think think Lisa's the one who maybe even coined that, or one of the producers back in the day. They were like, Tom's like a peacock. The hair, but also he just likes to, like, show off. Like, he has to, like, show all of his feathers the way, like, a male peacock does. Yeah. 
Oh, I get it. Peacocking. Totes. For sure. Yeah. So I've got to say, you know, they had to slip in some sex appeal, right? Okay. What's the sex appeal? Well, they're talking about how the girls don't wear bras, sir. Correct. And never could. Show your taping stuff up and they show you Mm -hmm. kind of pulling your dress on and like leaned forward. They showed a little flash of side boob there. Oh, I lived for a good side boob back then. I had like a 34B and I was so tiny and I was just like side boob all day. Mm. Okay. In my in my late twenties. Careful. <laughs> uh, but then the very last scene I think is one of my absolute favorites that really like set a precedence for like the dysfunctional relationship of Stassi and Jax, which which was kind of like the I don't know, it was like the theme of season one. It was like the driving force that kept the story going, essentially. Okay. But we're all at Tart, like the six of us: Stassi, Katie, myself, Jax, Tom, and Tom. We're at this restaurant called Tart having brunch. And it's like, I'm the devil and don't you forget it. You know, all these these true Saucy Schroeder taglines come out. But you guys, for those of you that are not aware, I showed Luke this today. If you go to YouTube and you search for Vander Dolls, V-A-N-D-E-R, Dolls, you will see Bravo actually had these Barbie dolls made of us back in the day kind of look like our faces and they did this whole series of like I think it was like six episodes or something like that and they would do the episodes as like the Barbie dolls in the miniature like wine glasses and all of these things and they would like cut the audio over it and every time I have ever in my life watched that scene like in real like for real of like us as humans I just can't not think of Vander dolls <laughs> that's hilarious the, the dolls are actually pretty good the faces yeah. they did a good job with and isn't it like hysterical to watch like those tiny little clips he's like Stassi all you do is talking 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 circles 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 like you it know is funny I had to sleep on the couch last night. Well, oh, the dog and da 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 and like they're bickering. The infamous quote, I am the devil and don't you forget yeah, it. Yeah, that one. I'll, you know what that ties into for me? Hmm. You know how she says she is a descendant of a Swedish princess Correct. early on? So she likes to act like one. Right. So makes me think that she is like, I don't know, I just visualize her as being the villain in Frozen, being like this ice queen oh like the sister you mean yeah like elsa i guess yeah with the everything she touches she has to wear gloves because if she touches you then you freeze oh my god she's gonna fucking love that you said that and that's like one of hartford's favorite movies and i completely agree with you i mean it's swedish i'm like okay princess slash queen ice queen she is the devil i don't know an ice queen and she and ariana i'm gonna show you these photos when we stop recording she and ariana had like an ice princess or ice queen like dual birthday party one year it was their very first year that they've ever and maybe only year they've ever done like a dual birthday party and it was so much fun and we all dressed up like ice princesses huh good I didn't, job luke i had no idea Ooh la la huh. interessante oh my god well what a blast from the past how did you feel about the episode overall overall yeah as a first time viewer since i did i've done everything backwards i met everybody before i ever saw an episode and then i jumped in halfway through the most recent season because of scan of all and the fact that that all played out from kristen and me sitting right next to ariana at one of tom's shows it's like okay now i feel like i have to see what's going on how this played out what was what were people overlooking from this first episode though when i think about it if i was like in covid and that was i just watched the first episode and they didn't have the what's to come at the end, I probably wouldn't watch a second episode. Yeah, it was much more of an intro episode and you did not see Housewives and you weren't 
right. engulfed in the housewives of it or like aware, you know. But when you did get to see like the season, like um, here's what's to come, like the trailer. Yeah, that's what would have gotten me to turn on the next one. After seeing yeah. that, I'd be like, okay, okay, this is, I want to see what caused that or why, who did what to the make chaos. that happen? Who, why, yeah, why is, what's the chaos? Because there's no real chaos in the beginning in the first one. And I didn't feel like, I guess it's probably also because I'm just jaded having met everyone beforehand. Totally. Like, I don't know, but it didn't suck me in the first one until the end where the what's to comes like, okay, I want to see that. Okay. I want to see that. Okay. I'll keep watching. Yeah. And I'm excited for you to meet Laura Lee. Okay. And, and I don't in know. real life or on No, 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 no. God, no. <laughs> on the show. Um, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see how you feel about it as like a season one new viewer. And I'm excited to look back on things and just kind of think like, huh, like, how did I feel about it then? Do I remember how I felt then? I'm sure I do. I mean, it's like a video yearbook, but like, how do I feel about it now? And like, what would I have done differently? Well, I would have gone to therapy. That's right. That's for sure. <laughs> Just a little sooner. <laughs> oh my God. What a weird, awesome blast this has been with you. And I'm glad neither of us are like need band-aids or like we're not scarred right now like we're okay i mean i might need a shot of whiskey that's fair that is totally fair okay you guys well thank you so much for tuning in stay tuned next week thursday for vpr from the start and i don't know if we don't know if we're gonna do like episode two or maybe we'll do like two and three i'm not sure yet because i don't even remember what's to come so right. once we watch it we'll know yeah and if you have anything specific any specific questions or some irregularities that you noticed something that stood out to you shoot us an email sexlovepodcast at gmail.com and we'll do our best to address those yes i want to know what you guys want to know for sure because this is it's fun it's a little crazy it's i think it's gonna get a little dark at times but it's definitely gonna get dark we're, we're here for the ride so next week thursday vpr from the start and of course every wednesday sex love and what else matters and we'll talk to you guys next week thanks for listening bye make sure to follow us on social media you can follow me on all platforms at Kristen doty and follow luke on instagram at luke double underscore broderick be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single wednesday thanks for listening see you next week seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.